Alright, what's up guys? I actually did not record, or no I didn't, that's a lie. Uh, I recorded, actually I recorded probably the best episode I've ever recorded uh, last night. Um, and then my computer died, <laughs> so I didn't get to save it. Uh, it's whatever. The episode was simply too powerful to be released to the world. It was about, um, it was basically about uh, consciousness. And that's kind of the same thing we're going to be talking about this video, but we're not going to be talking about the same thing. This one's going to be a lot more useful for you because I realize a lot of you are on self-improvement, so you're probably close-minded towards a lot of this stuff. But I'm going to give you a tool that you can use to um, to increase your, your consciousness. So you just give me a second here. I have to pull this up, the study. Yeah, so today's episode is going to be on how you... It might be on Safari. Yeah, I think it'll help. Sorry. <laughs> this is so trash. Hold on, give me a second. Um, DMT. I can't fucking find it. The, it looks deleted from my computer. The the, uh, the globe. <laughs> We're not going to say that. But uh, today's episode is going to be on the DMT to serotonin ratio. So <laughs> this is, before we start, this is most definitely a conspiracy theory. Um, I personally created this myself, though. I have never heard anybody else talk about this ever. Um, so yeah, let me know if I'm stealing this from someone else, but I really don't think I am. It's called the DMT to serotonin ratio. So you probably heard of, you might not have heard of DMT, but you've definitely heard of serotonin, the happy hormone. Um, turns out it's not a fucking happy hormone. It's probably, you know, the cancer hormone, the hunger hormone, the fatigue hormone, the diabetes hormone, the autism hormone, the, um, just not great stuff. <laughs> uh, the stress hormone, the, 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 um, the zombie hormone. It's it's not good. You don't want to have it too high. And um, I might make a separate episode on this, but it turns out if you look at every single health recommendation that's being given right now, you know, uh, low saturated fat, high unsaturated fat, uh, high fiber, high plant chemicals, high polyphenols, high... Um, a lot of these like weird antioxidants turn out to be serotonergic. Um, all of everything in our water, halocytic acids, uh, fluoride, that's all... That's all all the halogens, chlorinated pools, all, all that shit um, is serotonergic. Um, all the... Uh, what was I going to say? Damn, I got high serotonin right now. <laughs> um, EMFs, all, all the, all the uh, environmental toxins, inflammation raises your serotonin. Um, every estro estrogen raises your serotonin, so all these, these estrogenics are being exposed to also raise... Basically, everything that we're exposed to in our current society raises our serotonin. Um, so why the fuck are we not all just really happy? Why are we doing such high depression when everything we're being exposed to is serotonergic? Uh, low sunlight, that also increases serotonin. All the stuff. Why are we not super happy? Serotonin is a happy hormone. Um, we have incredibly, all, every, almost everyone has incredibly high levels of serotonin. Also, dopamine lowers serotonin. So, you know, we're just bombarded with porn, media, and video games on top of everything else, which... Um, turns out to lower dopamine, which then raises serotonin. So, 
Um, long story short, like I said, I might make it. Let me know if you want me to make a separate episode on that specifically. But um, I firmly believe that every piece of health advice we're being given right now, um, every single one of them, coincidentally, and everything in our environment, everything coincidentally lowers our dopamine, lowers our androgens, and increases our serotonin for some reason. We don't know why. Um, it might have something to do with the fact that serotonin increases complacency and um, numbness. But, you know, that's that's uh, not, you know, supported by the latest fucking medicine, like, whatever. So, today, today's episode is how you're going to be able to use this. So, um, serotonin, this is going to sound dumb, but serotonin does lower your testosterone. It lowers your androgens in general, but it lowers your testosterone a lot. Um, so this is something you're going to want to have as low as possible. It makes you very fatigued, and if you want to have high dopamine, high androgen state, you want to really have high energy, then um, serotonin is something that you're going to want to get as low as you can possibly get, right, without the use of, you know, anti-serotonin drugs, which are probably going to put you lower than you want to be. Um, and then you're going to start to have maybe some problems with, like, low blood pressure or, you know, hyperthyroidism. Yeah, hyperthyroidism. Serotonin also causes hyperthyroidism. So, um... Today's video, or today's episode, is about the DMT to serotonin ratio. So, you've heard of serotonin, turns out, uh, all the stuff I've been told about, it's bullshit. But you might not have heard of DMT, which is actually uh, known as a psychedelic drug. Uh, it's a class one substance. It's, um, it's schedule one, you get caught with it, you're in fucking jail for the rest of your life. Um, this is a terrible drug. It turns out, it's actually <laughs> made in our brains. Um, and... Yeah, it's made by our pineal gland, which if you're familiar with the physiology of fluorine or fluorides, um, it turns out fluoride is very serotonergic, very potently increases serotonin. It also very potently accumulates in the pineal gland and blocks pineal gland function, which results in lower than normal endogenous DMT production. Now isn't that fucking crazy? Maybe that's why it's so efficacious in reducing consciousness and reducing kind of presence um, because it has a double whammy of increasing serotonin and decreasing DMT. So then you have a lower DMT to serotonin ratio. Um, as we know, this is not really debatable when you take psychedelics, especially, or not especially, but not limited to DMT. Um, you get higher levels, you get to reach higher levels of consciousness. And if you think it's just some like drug, you think it's just some hallucination, I, I beg you, Take some DMT, you will fucking realize that um, it's not just fake. Um, there really is something real about it. And the fact that there is something real about it is supported by um, the fact that it's produced in our brains. So, uh, and this was the study that I was looking for. You might think this is like some tiny thing that's being produced. No. Um, it was that DMT and serotonin actually exist in kind of relevant quantities in the brain. I uh, can't find the study right now, but uh, it's true. And I never heard of that before, even though I knew about all this DMT and serotonin stuff, um, which is crazy to me. DMT is basically a neurotransmitter, um, but it's also <laughs> schedule one substance. But yeah, so DMT, uh, how can we use this? Well, first of all, I already told you, get your serotonin as low as possible. Uh, let me know if you want me to make an episode specifically on serotonin. This is also going to be on my ADHD podcast because I think ADHD also causes serotonin. Or I think, <laughs> I think serotonin also causes ADHD. Um, well, we know that it causes autism um, in childhood, and we know that 
high serotonin causes low dopamine, which is the only cause of ADHD. So, um, well, aside from allergies, but that ADHD and autism, I'm pretty sure, have the highest comorbidity. Which, if you don't know what that means, it means um, the chance of having two conditions together. I'm pretty sure that's the highest comorbidity out of any two conditions in the medical field. ADHD and autism, and we have no idea why. It's definitely not because of serotonin. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have no idea what causes autism. Um, that's why mothers who are pregnant who take uh, serotonin drugs are definitely not more than twice as likely to have autistic children. But yeah, we don't know what it causes it. It's, it's just a mystery. We'll never know. It's just genetic. Um, we don't know why it's going up so much. Same thing with heart disease and skin cancer and you know low testosterone and for all this stuff, right? So, how do you increase your DNC? Well. Um, unfortunately, there's not much that we know. The only thing you can really do is that we know for sure is to reduce your halogen exposure, um, especially fluoride, which is going to kind of calcify your pineal gland and reduce your DNT production. So that's the main thing you can do is stop using fluoridated toothpaste, especially because it has 20, about 20 million times as much fluoride as tap water. So even though you're not drinking it, it forms a solution in your mouth. And if you're taking LSD, you know that it absorbs sublingually. And I know I'm talking pretty fucking fast. But hopefully you can pay attention. Maybe you want to slow down to 0.5 times so you can understand what I'm saying. But, um, yeah. So, here's the facts. Okay, here's the facts. Aside from the fact that DMT um, exists in our brain in relevant quantities to serotonin, the, uh, the autism hormone <laughs> is very, uh, it's, it's just the beginning, right? So, my theory of why the DMT to serotonin ratio is really what determines your consciousness is... Supported by this, um, there's two times. There's two times in your life where your DMT and your your endogenous DMT production is gonna spike to shit. Okay, it's gonna go, it's gonna just explode. Um, it's just gonna it's just gonna spike. It's gonna go so high, as high as if you, you know, smoked like maybe like a hundred milligrams DMT. That's a fucking lot of DMT. Um, this is why when people have near death, oh. I just spoiled it. So the two times are when you're born and um, when you are unborn, right? When you leave this world. So when you're born and when you die, when you come into this world, um, you have super high DMT and then it goes down and then you come back into reality. And then when you're dying, um, people who are about to die and they're in the process of dying, but then they come back to life, they have this quote near death experience. And no, it's not like, you know, when a bee stung you, it's like when you're actually gonna die like if, if a car hits you and you're, you're laying on the floor and you're you know you're you're dying um your brain's dmt is gonna spike a lot and that's gonna give people the um feeling that this is why people think that they saw like jesus or whatever when they're dying or they see a light at the end of the tunnel or they feel like they're connected with everything is because their dmt spikes and they're kind of you know joining back in the world and this kind of coincides with my theory of the sea spray um if you don't know what I mean by that, just Google sea spray, transurfing, T-R-A-N-S-U-R, surfing. Okay, you fucking get it. Just search that up. Um, let me know if you want to make me have song. That was what yesterday's episode was on. Uh, it was on the sea spray theory. But, um, and I was going to support it with this uh, fact from the DMT spiking when you're born and when you die. And why is that? It's because, um, you know, you're rejoining the world. But... I think it's crazy to deny the reality that you get from these drugs, quote, drugs, um, when your brain produces it 
and when your brain produces a shit ton of it when you come into this world and when you're about to die. So, um, yeah, I think the main thing that you need to do for consciousness is get rid of fluoride, get rid of halogens, get rid of, uh, lower, just lower your serotonin as much as possible so you can get that DMT to serotonin ratio up. Um, yeah, this is about it. Let me know if you want to make an episode about lowering serotonin because I think that's a very important thing for uh, androgen function, overall energy, consciousness. Just being an individual. You notice people who have super high serotonin or, you know, like the SSRI stairs, like people when they are high serotonin state um, makes them much more complacent, makes them much more rigid thinkers, and it makes them much more kind of... Um, they don't notice stuff that's going on, um, and you know maybe that's why <laughs> every mainstream health recommendation is, you know, stay inside. Um, they don't tell us about carbon dioxide. They don't tell us about endocrine disruptors. Let me know if you want me to make an episode on carbon dioxide. Uh, they don't tell us about you know fiber mm, that raises our serotonin, doesn't? Uh, they don't tell us about resistant starch. Resistant starch is really fucking good for you, right? Uh, no. <laughs> Ferments in your colon, releases endotoxin, which, you know, raises your serotonin. Um, anti lowers your androgens and lowers your dopamine. Hmm. Uh, not good. Not stuff that you want, especially if you're on self-improvement, which you probably are if you're listening to this right now. This all probably sounds like some crazy shit. It probably sounds like some stuff I made up. And I'm not glad I did make it up. I did make up the DMT to serotonin ratio, but I think there really is something to it. I did not make up serotonin, though. Um, if you Google, if you search on Google... Everything will disagree with me, but if you actually look at academia or any of the research, um, it's very, very obvious that serotonin is not the happy hormone. Like, like I said, it's closer to uh, the hunger hormone or you know, the autism hormone. So, um, if you want me to make a video directly on how to lower your serotonin, search up... Okay, no, alright, what am I saying, I'm high serotonin right now, <laughs> if you want me to make a video on serotonin, email me, um, ADHDremission at gmail.com, the one that I'm uploading to ADHD remission today is actually going to be about serotonin and how it causes ADHD, um, but yeah, email me there, and I will respond to you because, uh, I don't have any other emails, <laughs> but yeah, have a good day.